What's up, everybody? How's it going? This is Deepak, back with another episode of Law of Attraction Chat, Metaphysical Talk, Abraham Talk, you know, the fun stuff that we're into. I, I'm i doing really fantastic. I hope you are, too. I know you're doing really well. I'm doing great, and I'm back, back with another one. I want to tell you some stories, some Law of Attraction stories, things that I'm learning things that I'm reading. I'm sure you're reading the same things, similar things. So we'll just chat about a little bit of love attraction, deliberate creation, art of allowing, and all that, you know? So I was in Phoenix, right? I think I told you about that in the last episode. So I was in Phoenix for uh, five, six weeks, maybe five weeks, whatever it was. It was an experiment. You know, I had been meaning to go to Phoenix, wanting to go to Phoenix, for a while, it was an intuition instinct. So I got a chance to go with my friend uh, in September for a week. And then in October, I went solo, end of October. And till end of November, I was there. So my gut instinct was, I want to go to Phoenix. I want to see how it is the climate, and spend 30 days there at least and just kind of see what happens. So when I first got there, I stayed at this uh, extended stay hotel. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's my first time staying in one of those, but that's, uh, it's got like a, it's like a studio. It's got like a kitchen, uh, sink, a fridge, microwave, and then a bed bathroom. So you can cook your own food. It's kind of meant for a a longer stay. So I was there uh, for a week. Got food delivered the same day that I landed. (laughs) Amazon Fresh. So I, uh, no, it was actually Amazon Prime, I think. So the day I landed, it was at night. I got there and I uh, ordered some rice, some protein powder, and something else. Uh, So when I got to the front desk at like night, midnight almost, you know, I was there. So that was cool. On the trip, I brought my Zojirushi rice cooker and uh, just clothes and I was going to figure it out. So I was there for a week and I cooked my, you know, rice and ordered some Amazon Fresh. They they bring it to your door. And I, I found out that Phoenix has ultra fast Amazon deliveries. Amazon is fast anyways, right? So if you go regular Amazon uh, Prime, you can do, you know, usually two days. Sometimes they have one day. Sometimes they have same day, right? Depending on where you live. Now, in Phoenix, they have like uh, Prime Now. It's good news. Uh, you, you can get things delivered between like any, uh, same day. But they also have like, it can come at like midnight, like 2 a.m. Like it's like a thing, Prime Now. Did not know that existed. So that's really cool. So things from Amazon come faster in Phoenix than in the Chicago area where I live. I was surprised because things come fast here. And so, okay. And then I got uh, in a groceries and lived there. Did my law of attraction practices. So my daily practices are Abraham-based. I'm into all of it. I've told you, right? I'm into all of it. Reverend Ike, Neville Goddard, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay. Let's go through the list. Florence Scoville Shin, Catherine Ponder, Shakti Gawain, Mark Allen, all of it. Right? You know, every teacher. I'm into it. And uh, I like to come back to Abraham as my core. And I like Abraham the best. But I'm into all of it. Bob Proctor, Earl Nightingale. Of course, Napoleon Hill, The Secret, Rhonda Byrne, all the teachers in The Secret, you know. So I've been on it for a while, so I like it all. So I work on my beliefs. I work on uh, getting into the vortex, as Abraham calls it. That's kind of my daily thing. Get into the vortex, you know. Vortex. I'll go through the basics because I love remembering the basics and reminding myself of the basics every day. I'll get to that in a second. So I was there for a week. And then one day I woke up and I had this, uh, I was starting to feel 
uh, negative emotion the last few days in that hotel, it was time to move. So I thought, okay. And one morning I woke up with the answer. I looked at a Airbnb. And then I thought, well, let me get, uh, I might try like a private room. So in Airbnb, you can get your entire place, like an apartment, condo, house, all to yourself. Or you can get a shared. So some places you share, uh, like an owner may uh, have a rent out a room. So you're living with the owner, but you have a room and you can use the kitchen and the house. Some places have all Airbnb beers. So I found one of those places. I uh, texted the owner and I said, well, I've never done a, like a private room share before. What's the vibe like? And uh, turned out the owner was a yoga instructor, according to our profile. So I thought, oh, a yoga person. Okay, they must be spiritual. Like, you know. And then she said, well, there's, you know, in, the, in her place, there were, uh, there's two rooms. The other room had one Airbnb person. One room is available. And then they have a helper, a person who stays there, takes care of the place, on an attached room. So, okay, fine. And it was kind of an experiment to see if I can go to an Airbnb and force myself to interact with people and, you know, when you're in the same house, you will talk to them and chat them up. So never done it before. First time. Okay, bang. I booked for a week. Went there. It was fun. I had the whole, you know, the whole house. It's like a house. Uh, and then you have a kitchen, fridge. They have all these uh, slow cooker, coffee maker, juicer. Like it's a full stocked kitchen. Pots and pans, plates, cups, everything, right? And I had my room. Another person was in another room. They had their own private bathroom. I was sharing my bathroom with the helper, who turned out to be a really nice person, a spiritual person who's also into Abraham Hicks and energy healing and all that. What are the odds? So after a couple of days, uh, you know, I ran into that person in the kitchen and we just started talking. And I was like, well, are you into like spiritual stuff? I, I always have to like ask. Not always have to ask, but I like to know before I can kind of communicate, you know, because they're regular people and there's like people who are into all this, right? So I was like, he asked me a question, what do you do? And I was like, are you like a spiritual person? He's like, I'm all about it. And I was like, are you into like Louise? And I, I start with like Louise Hay and those kind of people. And I'm like, are you into like Abraham Hicks? He's like, oh yeah. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> okay. Now I can talk freely once I know. They're into like all that stuff, you know? So we had a really good chat. He's into energy healing and Abraham Hicks and, you know, different people have different, some people are into like aliens and like channeled information from like Sirius and, you know, there's different kind of spiritual people, right? So transmissions and uh, whatnot. And there's some people who are into angels and that kind of people, crystals and, feng shui people and so we talked about that so that was really cool and in the front room there's some books on a shelf and i i just checked it out right when i got there they got classics like uh you know seven habits of highly effective people okay nice to see that stephen covey classic self-help and then strengths finder cool some books on the buddha great then I found Ernest Holmes' collection. Really stood out. So I was like, hmm, wow, mind science. I think he's called, what's it, science of mind. So I had that book with me for most of my stay there. Read it in my room. When I would walk, there, uh, I lived right by a lake. Right behind the house was a big lake, huge, with the walkways and you could see the mountain, Camelback Mountain. People are biking, skateboarding, fishing in November, right? 75, 85 degrees and uh, sunny. So I would walk on the pathway and read the book. So Ernest Holmes, maybe you're familiar with it. Maybe you're not. You know, he's a mind science person. Just like Reverend Ike, uh, Neville Goddard, science of mind. 
basically about positive thinking and uh, using the mind, faith, and those kind of things, right? Love traction, basically. So I skimmed around on the pages and it talks about healing and I read one of the chapters and it talks about, he was talking about how some people believe that you have to heal yourself just through faith. They think the mind should heal everything. They don't take medicine, they don't, just pure mind. And we know people like that, right? Some people just say, oh, I just visualized and I healed my eyes and I visualized and healed my kidneys. and Right? Some people are into prayer, just like, it should heal all things. And then he said, well, some people are into, you know, he's into faith plus take whatever you need to take. But faith is the key, believing in it and taking it. So he's into medicine also, but taking, but with faith. So when I read that, I read that paragraph many times. Then I had this epiphany in Phoenix. And this is what I, uh, in retrospect, what I went there for, what I got. So, you know, if you're into alternative medicine, if you're into uh, complementary medicine, acupuncture, energy healing, uh, holistic medicine, nutrients, right? All natural, organic, GMO, free, grass-fed, right? Wild-caught, some people are into pure plants. Some people do plants with wild caught or uh, grass fed animals or homeopathic drops, essential oils, crystals, right? I'm into all that. I was into, I tried all that. Bach flower remedies and, uh, you know, certain kind of incense and Tibetan herbs and Chinese medicine, acupuncture herbs, Ayurvedic herbs different diet philosophies. So all this is uh, alternative and complementary. And this is kind of like going against traditional medicine. So I was in that camp where I thought, well, let's go all natural. The most pure, purified water, eating food that has no other ingredients, just like, like all natural. Like meat just has meat. There's no preservatives, right? So when I read that, I read that multiple times and I realized, okay, this is all about belief systems. I remember what Abraham talks about, you know, in some of the Abraham talks, they talk about how Esther eats Taco Bell and whatever, right? It doesn't matter. Warren Buffett eats like a six-year-old, he says. He eats burgers and ice cream and his adult kids said they've never seen him drink water or eat a vegetable. I think the only vegetable he's ever eaten is like a slice of apple pie in his entire life. He's probably 90, 92 now. And he drinks like Diet Coke. No, regular Coke, actually. Cherry Cokes and regular Coke, six a day. No water. As far as I know, I've done research, but he eats like burgers and fries, McDonald's. So I know Esther has eaten McDonald's, does eat McDonald's. So I was thinking all these things came to me and I thought, realized, I realized it's all belief. Okay. So traditional medicine, you know, for whatever reason, valid or not, you know, we, a lot of us, distrust it. And then we go towards alternative, right? All natural. Herbs, plants, natural, naturopathic medicine, you know. Uh, why? Because traditional medicine, uh, people think about side effects. When they think about medicine, they think, oh, side effects. So they try not to take the medicine. If you are a person who's prescribed a medication, most people I know, and even in Abraham talks, when the questioner asks, they don't want to take it. They want to get off of it. You may have heard Abraham talks where the questioner is a diabetic and they have to take insulin. They don't want to. How can I get off of it? Right? That's kind of a common question. They feel like it's a crutch and they want to be all natural, fully healed. And in some of the talks, Abraham will say, well, do you wear shoes? Okay, well, that's a solution, right? People wear shoes. You don't walk barefoot. Uh, for a person like me, I wear glasses, some, uh, eyeglasses. I don't think twice about it. I've worn contacts before, but nowadays just the glasses. People wear clothes, right? You probably have a car or a bike, 
right? You don't like try to teleport somewhere. You may take an airplane or a bus or a car. Or... So these are solutions created by people, but source inspired. So traditional medicine has a bad rap, I realized. And I'm, I've been in the other camp my whole life. So I realized, oh, it's a belief. If you have to take something, I can take it with full belief that it helps me and then take it rather than in traditional medicine, you're given a page, pages full of side effects that most people read or they'll go online and search what are the side effects or they'll talk to a friend and what are the side effects. That's a common thing. So that people think you will get a side effect, right? Because you read it. And the side effects are like worse than the thing you have. <laughs> if you read all of it, you think, well, I'd rather just have the thing that I have rather than all those side effects, right? So, but in reality, it's just a thing that they do. We don't look at the side effects of eyeglasses or shoes or cars. Some people do. Uh, carbon emissions, but okay, you can go electric car. But some people have side effects with electric cars because EMFs, they say, you know. But uh, acupuncture, Ayurvedic, or EFT, or energy healing, there's no real side effects because nobody's done research or nobody talks about it. You don't have to mention side effects. If you go to a Reiki practitioner or uh, if you get massage, right? But if you go to traditional medicine, you'll get a pamphlet that says all the things that can happen to you. And we know that the mind creates. We get what we think about. So if you read side effects, you, you just read it, you believe it, and then you can look for it, and you're wondering if you have it, right? Self-created. And that is true for everything. Preservatives, purified water versus regular tap water. It's all belief, and uh, I had that epiphany when I was there. It was big. Major for me personally. I'm not telling anybody else what to do or think. I realize everything is belief. And it just so happens in common uh, culture, we talk about side effects with traditional. Doesn't mean you will get it. It's just maybe some people got it, or maybe there's a chance, or whatever, whatever. But everything has wanted and unwanted, like Abraham talks about. So what I'm getting at is you can be in the vortex and be inspired to take a medicine. You can be out of the vortex and take a medicine. It just depends. You could be in the vortex and drink coffee. You could be out of the vortex and drink coffee, as Abraham says. It's dependent on your vibration and your belief system. Like if I'm really inspired and I'm looking for a solution for a challenge, that could be glasses, that could be shoes, that could be to go here, this book, or it could be a supplement like vitamin D, it could be vitamin C, it could be magnesium, multivitamins, maybe it's a certain food item, maybe my body's telling me to eat meat, maybe my body's telling me to drink water, right? It could be a pharmaceutical. It's created by humans. Humans are source beings. Everything has wanted and unwanted big breakthrough for me because I've done a lot of things and I've done, I've like, I've tried every alternative. Like if you look at my Amazon search history, I've tried, every, like you can, whatever a human can buy, a regular person can buy. I've bought every tincture. I've met people who've tried everything too, more than me, of course. I've met some of those people. Crystals, let me try it. Let me try a homeopathic. Let me try this. Let me try that. Every vitamin, Every, every like glutamine, you know what I mean? Bone broth, made my own kimchi, made my own kefir, made my own kombucha. And uh, I realized it's all belief. And uh, nothing wrong with taking medication and being thankful for it, that it exists. Rather than trying to get off of it and look at the side effects. You can do either, but it, there's the other part which most people are not doing, and I realize, oh, it's up to me. I decide. 
Like it's an individual decision. Major breakthrough in my life, major. And it really happened when I was in Phoenix and I read that book and that paragraph over and over, walking. Uh, and it just, I just came to me. I was like, oh yeah, beliefs. Got it. And I got a major solution from being there, pharmaceutical, first time ever in my life that I can remember. So if you take an antibiotic, okay, let's say uh, I uh, many years ago, I heard a podcast and it was a comedy podcast and they, they talked about ear cleaning. And I thought, oh, you can go to CVS and get like ear cleaned. I thought, let me try that. Just fun. So I went to the CVS Minute Clinic and a nurse practitioner was there and she said, well, you have like the cleanest ears I've ever seen. I was like, oh. And then she looked at my nose and she said, maybe you have, al- it looks like you have allergies. Do you feel allergic? And I was like, no. And then she said, uh, she gave me like antibiotics. And I, uh, if I want a you know, prescription for it. So I thought, okay, whatever. And then I got the antibiotic uh, prescription. And then I went to my uh, therapist at the time, but he also had uh, flow tanks, uh, acupuncture, uh, biomat, like one of those kind of people. So we're chatting and I just said like, well, I know, oh yeah, I went to this, I just told the story. In therapy, you just talk. So I said, yeah, I went to CVS and, uh, you know, I tried this ear, it was clean and she gave me this antibiotic, I'm taking it. And he, and the doctor, the therapist had the, had this like really uh, concerned face and he was like, oh, I hope you're taking, uh, and I was like, what? He's like, I hope you take pro- probiotics with it because antibiotics kill uh, good bacteria. And his face was really concerned. So I thought, oh yeah, okay. Went home, researched it, took, uh, you know, I think I stopped taking the antibiotics, but I took the probiotics. Now, I'm sure you've had those kind of experiences where you tell somebody something, especially with medicine or supplement or diets. Certain kind of things seem to be very controversial. And they will tell you the opposite, you know? And so that's kind of just belief systems. It's They... The whole world is a placebo. We have common beliefs that we all agree on. There's some rules to the reality. But in the end, if you're inspired, if you're in the vortex, meaning the top four uh, four vibrations on the emotional guidance scale, according to Abraham, right? It's a certain kind of feeling. Vortex is, as far as I understand it, it's a a swirling, non-physical, it's like your vibrational, it's like a creation. It's a swirling massive thing. That's your vibrational escrow. That's the vortex. That's where your inner being is hanging out at. We can call that high vibration. Your inner being is the high vibration and everything you want is the high vibration. What's the high vibration? First level, joy, love, appreciation, knowledge, freedom, empowered. Number two is passion. Number three is happiness, eagerness, enthusiasm. Number four is positive expectation slash belief. Those four levels, according to Abraham, is the vortex. The door to the vortex is the two levels below that. Uh, Next level is optimism after belief. So that's optimism. And then there's hopefulness. Those are the first uh, seven, six, four, five, six vibrations. Seven is contentment. Then eight is boredom. Then it goes all the way down. So all we know, need to know is the vortex is the high vibrations. So if you're in the vortex, you can hear guidance clearly. If you meditate, you can inside the vortex. If you appreciate, you can inside the vortex. Music, nature, happy thoughts, right? Doing things you love in the vortex. And it's a feeling. And you can get an inspired action to eat Taco Bell. That could be meant just for you. For whatever reason, maybe when you drive there, something happens or who knows. You can get an inspired idea that you should take this medicine. Why not? But when you talk to other people about it or if you read the side effects, you just undid your creation by looking at the negative. Does that make sense? Does it mean you should take whatever you want and then believe it'll be good? 
well, if you have to take something, might as well believe it's good. If you have to. Big, major. Everything is a belief. And it really depends on your specific inspired actions. So my, my uh, paradigm, my belief system about traditional medicine has completely shifted to 180, exact opposite now. I get it. Because I had uh, some experiences when I was a kid and that other people and, you know, people go to chiropractors now because there's a lot of them, but it's natural. You can go get in and out. Asian medicine, right? There's so many kind of massages. People try everything. Col- uh, colonics, right? We're trying everything because other things have a negative stigma through belief systems and using the mind improperly. So uh, medicine is just a thing. If you're inspired to it, be thankful. Take it, right? For me, medicine, I just have a new word now. I don't say the word medicine anymore. I say supplement. Everything's a supplement for me if it's inspired. When I take vitamin D, yeah, it's a supplement. If I take... uh, a multivitamin to supplement. You know, in the winter, I use my light boxes, supplement of light. I have a vitamin D lamp, supplement of sun energy. When I take my other things, it's a supplement. And I take it, I go, this is going to be really beneficial for my body. I'm going to love, my body's going to love it. It's inspired. I believe in it. There's wanted in it. My body knows what to do. My body's intelligent. I trust the vortex. I trust my inner being. I trust my guidance. I know that this will be beneficial for me. My body's stronger than I know that I may recognize my cells are intelligent, my organs are intelligent, and this is just a supplement I'm taking that give promotes well-being in my body. Done deal, right? If I eat something, this is really beneficial for me. This is, uh, you know, inspired, and I my body knows what to do, and uh, my body will digest this food perfectly, and this is going to be really beneficial for me. My, my body will take what it needs from this and then eliminate the rest. My body's really intelligent. I don't need to you're anything. Your food is a supplement. You're taking something in, right? I'm like, okay, this is going to be really great for me. And then I take it, you know? So that's kind of my new thing. So when I drive, okay, like Abraham recommends, do some segment intending. Uh, this drive will be really uh, safe and comfortable and easy and pleasant. And, you know, I'll be alert and my mind will be sharp and I'll have a good time with the drive and you know, I'll get there on time and I'll be easy. And and we're pre-planning it because uh, it may not be taking effect this time that I do it, but there's a lag effect to love attraction. So when I think it now, it, and then I think it again the next time I drive, and I think it, it builds that momentum where my vibration is solid. When I drive, then it becomes automatic. A belief, right? I'm building a belief with each time I do it. So every time I take medicine, I can build a belief until I'm solidly in the belief that this is beneficial for me. That you don't need to keep thinking it. It's fine. It's automatically built. Same thing, you know. I I've done qigong. I've done every alternative thing I can think of. Uh, qigong and you know various visualizations, and so this is really big for me, and I'm really happy to share that with you. It's really interesting. So that was my Phoenix experiment. So now I'm back. I uh, much slimmer, like I told you. I told you what I do, right? All the things I do. I listen to Think and Get Slim over and over. Just an inspired thing, you know. I was listening to it. I clicked in, and then I took some action that I believed would be helpful. It's recommended in one of the audio. It just came to me from my past experience and things I believe in, and uh, books I've read, and just step by step, I thought, okay, I'll drink some water, I'll do this, I'll breathe. And then later I got more ideas. So now I have a whole system that I do. I drink, uh, I'll tell you, but the techniques are the techniques. Individual, you know, it depends on the person. So if somebody tells you something, it's their vibration matters more than the technique. Right? That's what I'm learning now. After years of Abraham's study, I realized, oh, it's a vibration. Somebody can tell you exact one through five that they do. You could do it, but if you don't believe in it, it doesn't. It's their vibration, but they don't know how to explain it because it works for them and they're like, they're really excited, you know? But if you're skeptical, it doesn't really work for you. Different vibration. Excitement is in the vortex. Skeptical is out of the vortex. 
lower vibration. So yeah, I have this whole system. I'm really proud of it. I drink at least uh, half my body weight, but probably more in ounces of water. That's a classic thing, you know. But Abraham says you could drink tons and tons of water. So like I'm trying, you know, I, I drink at least minimum half my body weight, but usually more. I add a little bit of sea salt to it for the electrolytes. I'm a believer in the doctor who wrote the water cure, Dr. Amajanad or something. I heard about him and I read his book through Dr. Kelly Brogan. There's also the uh, Dr. Carolyn Dean who uh, wrote the magnesium cure. I believe it's called magnesium cure. And then she also talked about adding sea salt to your water. So adding sea salt to your water is a good thing. A little bit of minerals, a little bit of sodium helps body absorb the water. So there's a lot of these things out there. So there's different formulas, but I do somewhere between uh, Dr. Carolyn Dean's formula and Dr. Kelly Brogan slash Dr. Amanijanad. <laughs> anyway, and then, so that's that, you know, and then I'll add water flavoring packets to it now. I don't look at the ingredients of anything. If I take something, I'll just say that it's beneficial for me, you know. So before I was all natural, stevia, or just plain water, no artificial anything. Now I don't. It doesn't matter. I believe that's fine for me. And your experience may be different. But it makes my drinking water much easier and more pleasant than just drinking plain water with salt or even adding lime and lemons. It's too much effort. Or making your own flavors, you know. So I got these uh, Weiler's Light water packets. Zero sugar. There's like iced tea. There's fruit punch, which I like a lot. There's uh, a peach iced tea in various flavors. So many you can find. Zero sugar, low calorie uh, packets that you just put into. So I, I do that. Changed my game up. I could drink a lot more water now. Makes it more enjoyable. Hey, Warren Buffett's drinking like six bottles, six cans of cherry coke a day for like decades. Let me have my watering pa- water packets. And uh, I'll drink... Kefir, 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 how do you call it? K-E-F-I-R. I call it kefir, but I think it's officially kefir. Uh, fermented milk, right? The probiotic filled. I'm a believer in that, you know. I've done a lot of research and I really believe in it, so it works for me. I'll drink high doses of it. In the beginning, I was drinking one to two bottles a day. A whole bottle from Lifeway. You may have to adjust according to yours, but I'm a believer in high dose kefir. Uh, rather than like a small cup, I'll drink a lot, you know. I'm a believer in the macro calculator. Macro uh, HealthyEater.com has a macro calculator. It talks about, uh, you know, you put your weight, age, activity level, gender, your weight loss or weight gain goals. and It'll give you a, a number, how many calories to eat, protein, fats, and carbs broken down. And then you can adjust the slider. You can do high protein or medium. I believe medium comes out to, comes down to 0.65 times your body weight will be the number of uh, grams of protein to eat. High is, I don't know what that is, maybe one gram. That's more for bodybuilders. I'm a believer in it, and it works for me, so I do that. You know, macro. There's macro and micro. I used to be big on the micro. Micro is like, you know, you eat a lot of plant-based foods and smoothies and juices and uh, wheatgrass and kale. And uh, there's some doctors who are really into micronutrients. This is more macro. You, you You do both. You do macro and micro. But how many calories should you eat? You can just uh, use your gut feelings or you can do a little number, you know. So out of all the macronutrients, carbs, protein, and fat, and calories, I don't count any of that except the protein. It's just easier. So I don't count anything except I try to hit my protein mark a day because protein seems to be the thing that takes effort to achieve. You can eat a lot of carbs. There's carbs everywhere. Fat is abundant, but protein takes effort, at least from my experience. So I'll hit the protein number only. My choice of protein happens to be whey isolate. 
now. Protein powder. You can eat meat. You can eat plant-based protein. You can do whatever, right? Egg whites, pea protein, rice protein, egg protein powders, uh, all these kinds out there. I just like whey isolate. I can do whey now because uh, my gut is much improved through kefir. Months and months in kefir, so I can dairy is okay for me now. So it's just easier. Put a couple of scoops into uh, water, make a protein shake. But my new thing now is to put a couple scoops of uh, whey isolate with mix it with kefir, and then I mix that with a little bit of uh, Greek yogurt, fat free, and then I will add some raisins. World famous pudding, so good. Try that. Try uh, your protein powder with the kefir, Greek yogurt, low fat, no fat if you can, and if you want, and then add toppings. Mix salt is pudding. It tastes so good. It's amazing. High protein pudding. High protein, low fat, and it's got carbs in it, so you're fine. You're kind of nuts and stuff, but I just do great. Uh, I just do raisins. Game changer. And uh, so I'll hit my protein mark a day. I'll eat some carbs, of course. I ignore the calories. I ignore uh, fats. Don't even think about it. And then I told you, I think I, I told you about this. I take one to two packets of Celsius metabolism boosting energy powder packets. I found it because I was just looking for uh, another way to get caffeine rather than coffee. So I looked online. There's energy drinks. You could take five-hour energy and whatever. But one day I found Celsius packets. So it's got, but it's meant for metabolism boosting. It's a thermogenic. It's got caffeine, uh, B vitamins, and some other vitamins. It's got uh, green tea, ginger, taurine, a couple other things. So it's metabolism boosting kind of thing. It's called a thermogenic, but as natural as I can find. Not that I was looking for that, but it just happens to be really natural. So instead of my coffee, I'll just drink one to two packets a day, depending on your caffeine sensitivity. Some people are really sensitive. I'm okay. okay I can do caffeine. No, no worries. So, And body size. So uh, I'm a big believer in the caffeine um, calculator. Uh, you can find caffeine calculators based on body weight. I believe in it. So I, I look at that number, and I don't always hit it, but I, I know how much I can take. Uh, so yeah, caffeine, metabolism booster. I hit my macros, mostly protein. I drink my kefir for the probiotics and kefir happens to be a meal replacement, right? Once you drink kefir, you're not really hungry because you're, it's fermented milk. It's got protein, fats, and carbs. So I usually get the low fat flavored kefir from Lifeway. Strawberry, peach, sometimes plain uh, so that's kind of my thing. I drink the water. Then I'll move the body. Treadmill. When I was in Phoenix, I was walking 40 minutes, sometimes an hour and by the lake. Doing yoga every couple of days. I reframe my beliefs around the exercise. Now I think exercise is fun. I had to work on that belief, you know. So I only do things that are fun. So I do DDP yoga. The 20-25 minute energy routine. But I cut out the parts that I don't like from the routine and then I memorized it so I don't have to watch it or listen to it. So I can just do it automatically. So uh, makes makes it much more enjoyable. Walking is easy, right? Treadmill or outside. And I believe in body movement being beneficial. So all this is easy and fun and inspired. There's no effort. It's not like, uh, you know, it's easy. It's inspired. So these are the kind of the things that work uh, that came to me once I was in the vortex, and I changed my vibration by listening to thinking uh, eat slim over and over and over and over. And then I did the little columnar pad thing that they recommend. You know, list of things that you like to. Do. I told you about this all last podcast. I know, but so I'm really uh, happy about that. It's, it really works when you change your vibration. It works. Things work for you. Whatever you choose to do. Your thing might be to eat vegetables. It's fine. Different people have different diets. Some people are high-carb vegetarians or uh, plant-based or 
some people eat only meat mostly and paleo and low, you know, low carb and some people are low fat, you know. Some people are low calorie, some people don't care, you know. Some people have to eat like specific diets, blood type diet or uh, certain foods they can't, you know, it's all up to you. You figure it out. I just happened to find the thing that works for me and it works really well. So I'm really happy about that. So it's all about vibration. It's all about how you feel, whether that's wearing glasses or not, taking medicine or not, what kind of food you eat, what kind of water you drink, what kind of uh, exercise you believe in, right? It's all belief. And lucky for us, we have power over what we can believe. It's all about vibration. So I'm really happy about that. I wanted to share that with you. It's really uh, changed my life. So what are the laws of uh, love attraction? What's what are the laws? Basics. Abraham. Love attraction. The most powerful law in the universe. It works whether you believe in it or not. It works in every reality, physical and non-physical. Like attracts like. Like vibration attracts like manifestations. Like vibrations attract like vibrations, right? Like attracts like. What is, what's a vibration? Thoughts and feelings. Everything is a vibration. But when you think that's, you will attract similar thoughts like it and you attract how you feel. Feelings are an indicator of your uh, vibration. There's 22 levels. First four happen to be the vortex, right? That's how you feel is an indicator of what vibration you're at. Fantastic. So that's uh, love attraction. Uh, number two, uh, deliberate creation means deliberate thinking. That means a positive thinking pretty much, right? It's just thinking on purpose. We have a choice on what we want to think. We can think about positives or negatives. We can think about good or bad. We can think about wanted or unwanted. You can appreciate or criticize. Every person, place, thing has wanted and unwanted. It's our job to be a deliberate creator and to look at what we want, the qualities that we want. We deliberately think purposefully rather than by accident, by default. That's deliberate creation, meaning deliberate thinking, meaning positive thinking. That's another thing I'm really into now. Uh, Norman Vincent Peale, The Power of Positive Thinking. It's the same thing. I was surprised that he mentions love attraction. Uh, I heard one of his audio tapes. It's from 1977, I believe. He mentions law of attraction in there. I was like, oh. It's just interesting, you know, because I didn't know people talked about law of attraction back then. That was before Abraham. Abraham came around 1985 or something, right? So um, so people talked about law of attraction before that, you know. Even Shakti Gawain in her uh, creative visualization book talks about the law of attraction and law of vibration, that book was also 1970s, I believe. Late 1970s, maybe? So, or maybe 1980. So it's law of attraction. This means it's an attraction-based universe. You just attract what you think about. You get it. That's how you get things. You can't say no. There's no no. It's always yes. So if you look at illness and say no, you're looking at illness. It's better to just look at well-being. And say yes to well-being than saying no to illness, right? So uh, we can choose what we think. And uh, we can look at the positives in everything. That's the point. We don't ignore the negatives. Negatives are, uh, there's challenges, there's problems. There's, like uh, Norman Vincent Peale says, a positive thinker doesn't ignore problems. They just look for solutions for problems. And it works better if you're positive than negative. The negative thinker thinks like, the world is ending, there's no hope, why even try, right? Positive thinker goes, okay, there's a problem, okay, there's a solution, let me think for it, let me pray for it, let me believe in it. There must be a solution, let me find it. Optimistic, right? That's the difference. You don't ignore the negatives, but you know you want the opposite. So if something is broken, what do you want? Like, you want it to be fixed. So you look at the, you know, if there's illness, you want well-being. A negative thinker will look at the broken thing and just lament or look at the illness and just be like, oh, it's over. 
positive thinker is like, I want health. So it's all about let the weak say I am strong. It's not the let the weak say I am weak. That's the way I understand it. You know, it's all about like, you want the positive. That's positive thinking. That's deliberate creation. And uh, that's a proper way to use the mind. Sending positive energy to everybody, positive thoughts to everybody, wishing the best for yourself and others, rather than the opposite, you know, hoping, uh, believing that it will get better for you, believing that, like, you know, you'll get answers, solutions. So that's deliberate creation, basically positive thinking, right? Looking for the good, hoping for the good, sending good, thinking good, feeling good, on purpose. And the art of allowing, as Abraham calls it, what's the art of allowing? We allow good by feeling good. Why? When you feel good, you're at the high vibration. When you're at the high vibration, you get high manifestations. So the goal is to be in a high vibration. Makes sense. When you don't feel good, you're disallowing good. And there's various degrees of it. Right? There's 22 vibrations. First four are vortex. And each one below that kind of progresses down until the lowest one of 22. Different uh, degrees of separation from source. So it pays to be in the vortex. It pays to be at the top vibration. It pays to be appreciative. It pays to be joyful, thankful, happy, passionate, uh, loving, thankful, counting the blessings. That's how we allow being thankful, the thankful mind, the positive mind, and then the positive feeling. Hope, hopefulness, optimism, believing that something will happen good for you, expecting it to happen, knowing that source exists and knowing that you're also source in the physical body, knowing that solutions always exist and that you create your own reality based on how you think and feel. Uh, so that's the law of attraction as I understand it. And if you want something, you have to think and feel like it already exists. Whatever you want already exists. You have to think and feel like it for it to manifest. You can't have the lack feeling. You have to have the it exists feeling and that it already exists feeling. So happy. You have to be happy that it already exists. It's coming. You know, That's the art. And different people have different uh, skill levels at it. We're always creating our own reality anyways. We have a reality and that's based on our past thinking and feeling. We all have lives. Some things are working really well, right? Some things are in a progress. Different people have different realities. We see that all the time. Purposeful thinking is to increase the odds, making it better, not being better at creation, playing the game of life. That's a whole that's how I understand it. So it's an art, it's a science, it's a practice. It's a day-by-day -day thing, you know, improving. It's a skill of using the mind properly. And mind creates. So be happy anyways first, and then let the manifestation flow in, is what Abraham recommends. If you want a specific thing that hasn't come yet, it just means you've thought about it too much and how it doesn't hasn't come yet. Most likely you think about how it didn't come yet, so it doesn't come yet, Right? And or you're at a lower vibration most of the time, probably because you're thinking about how it didn't come yet, <laughs> which lowers your vibration. So if you're in high vibration by meditating or appreciating or ignoring or watching a funny movie or distraction, you raise your vibration and things that you want are flowing towards you because you're at a high vibration. If you want to specifically change the vibration of a thing, you can do focus wheels or EFT or whatever process that you like, but you have to think and feel like you already have it. And then you'll have it at some point, hopefully soon. That's my understanding of the entire love traction. Uh, I'm a student and I'm a practitioner. I like to learn and study and experiment. And as far as I know, it's all about beliefs and uh, how you feel. You have an inner indicator, so you know. You have guidance from your inner being. That's your feelings. Nobody else can feel it for you. So you can do something that everybody says no, but you know it's right. You know, that's kind of a, it takes a courage and guts and uh, life experience to know that like you can trust your feelings and experimenting to see how it turns out and then 
teachers like Abraham say, well, you can trust your feelings. Does it feel good? Only you have, you, only you can feel your feelings in your body. It's guidance from your inner being, as Abraham says. So that's law of attraction, right? That's it. Simple. Think and feel. It's about thinking and feeling. And if thinking and feeling about, if you're thinking about the thing you don't have makes you feel bad, don't think about it. Think about anything else. Just raise your vibration. And at some point, if you really care about that topic, you have to think and feel like you already have it. That's where imagination, visualization, uh, inner talk, self-talk, affirmations, focus wheels, reframing, pretending like you already have it. The, the emotion of it, you know, the emotion is always going to be joy, happy, excited, right? If you have it, you'll be excited. So pretend you have it and be excited and then let it come when it comes. That's what, that's my understanding. So I know you enjoyed this. I am getting some fabulous results with a lot of things and other things I'm working on it. As I get better at it, I'll share with you what I'm learning and, uh, it's not the technique, it's the thinking and feeling and letting the technique come to you that's inspired. Somebody else's technique may not work for you if it's not if you don't believe in it. If you're skeptical, if you're looking at the side effects, if you think it's harmful, it's not going to work for you. So it's better to do the thing that you believe works. And then if you want to do something else, change the way you believe about it, you know. And then uh, you could be in the vortex and take medication. It's a supplement. Everything's a supplement in the world. We eat food. I drink water. I drink coffee. I don't look at, I take my vitamins. I'm not like feeling bad that I drink coffee or caffeine products or take my vitamins. I treat it like a supplement. When I go for a, get some sunlight, it's a supplement, right? Traditional medicine is a supplement. I'm believing that. It's because why not? Everything is man-made in this world. That's like the things I consume. Amazon is man-made. I mean, discount plants, trees, birds. I'm just saying like things we have. Uh, my iPhone is man-made. I don't, you know, I feel happy about it. Video games, man-made. Movies, music, backpacks, shoes. So Source can create a, uh, a supplement in the form of medication too. It's fine. As long as you feel good about it, you believe that it does good, you look at the positives, you do it the right way, just like everything else. Hmm. How great is that? Epiphany for me, life-changing epiphany. So I know that this was beneficial for you, as it was for me, and hopefully enjoyable to you. I know it was really enjoyable for you. I will have more for you next time. I'm doing really well. And uh, I expect to thrive even more. And I will share more with you as I learn and understand and practice and implement the teachings. Take it easy. Bye for now.